Welcome to the You Are Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with an uplifting message. I'm so excited right now to be able to share this with you. I'm so excited and I'm just praising God because we have victory today. We have victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. So uh, the title of this message is The Greatest Gift is Love. What we're going to be doing today, we're going to dissect 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We're going to talk about this thing called the gifts of the Spirit and how they come about and their purpose and what they do, what they do. And then we're going to talk about which one is the greatest and why is it the greatest and why is it so important to walk in love. I'm excited about this. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. Uh, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you tonight because the Lord has laid this on my heart. It's been on my mind all day today. I'm excited to talk about the goodness of God. I just want to tell you about the greatest gift is love. And before I start, I just want to talk about this show. There's a brother, a man of God named Moise. He's a beautiful brother. He's helped me with this podcast. He's showing me how to operate, and he's doing all this fantastic artwork, and he's doing it out of love. And so when I talk about this message, I'm talking about this brother, this pastor, young pastor, pastor in a church, and have a beautiful family. And God sent me to pray for him tonight, and I want y'all to pray for my brother tonight. I want y'all to pray for his church because uh, he needs a location. They need to build it. And I'm asking people who listen to this podcast show to pray for my brother. This is my first prayer request. To, I want to ask the, the people who listen to You're Not Alone podcast to agree with me for my brother and ask God to bless him. Do it for him because he needs to done. Because he's a man of God. He's walking in obedience. He's teaching people how to make it in life. And so uh, he's on my mind and heart tonight to pray for him and talk about the greatest gift is love because he's, he's, he's demonstrating it. Boy, is he demonstrating it. He's blowing my mind. He's truly obedient to the voice of God. And the only reason I know him is because of God. I don't know him because uh, I'm some smart person. I don't know him because... only because of God. And I ask you to stand and greet with me to pray for my brother on a daily basis. And so when I come back with this testimony what God has done for him and his church, we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate and we're going to celebrate. I'm excited to get into this message because I want to let you know I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what the enemy lies he's telling you that you know that you, that you can't prevail. And if anybody's thinking about that, they're going to lose their home. The devil is alive. God has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for your life. I'm praying night and day for anyone who has a thought about losing their home, about losing anything. I'm asking God to do some special things in the earth for the people that depend upon him. Because I depend upon God. 
And so I'm just praying. I'm asking God for anyone right now who's feeling suicidal. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. And because we're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, God laid in my heart and mind just to call out some things. I rebuke cancer in the name of Jesus. I rebuke heart disease in the name of Jesus. I rebuke diabetes in the name of Jesus. I rebuke autism. I rebuke blindness in the name of Jesus. I rebuke deafness in the name of Jesus because the power is in the Lord, in his name. He says in John, if we ask anything in his name, he'll do for us. And I hope whoever that I said that for, the person that has back pains in the name of Jesus, that they heal. The person who has a bad knee in the name of Jesus, that they're healed. I want you to send in your testimonies, what God has done for you. Because this is going to be a message that we're going to have plenty of testimonies to celebrate about it because the Lord put it in my spirit. And I'm speaking this by faith and speaking it by word knowledge. So we're going to talk about this thing about the gift. But the greatest gift is love. I'm so excited because I know God is getting ready to do something for his people. Hallelujah. Father, I praise and thank you. I thank you before it happens because I know it's going to happen. But whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. But before I start this show, the greatest gift is love. That's the title of this message. But I want to start out in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I thank you for the day, Father. I pray for your people who stand in need today, Father. I pray for the person that's discouraged. I pray for the person who's looking for a job. I'm praying for the person, Father, that's incarcerated. I'm praying for the people in the hospital who need healing. I'm praying for the homeless person who don't know where he's going to lay his head at tonight. I pray for the parents who are worried about how they're going to feed their kids, how they're going to pay their car note, how they're going to pay their rent, how they're going to buy their kids' shoes, Father. I ask you just to, to move tonight, Father. I ask let the Holy Spirit, just let the Holy Spirit move over the earth today. I don't care where you're at. I don't care if you're in Japan, Tokyo. I don't care if you're in Kansas. I don't care if you're in Canada. You know, it says that the centurion told Jesus just like this. Send your word. He said, I'm a man of authority just like you. <laughs> he understood that God just could speak his words. So I'm just telling God, send your word throughout the world today. Heal your people and bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you're excited because you see it. You can tell that I'm happy. You can tell I'm feeling good because this is something that uh, I'm excited to talk about. And so we're going to talk about the gifts. And we know the greatest gift is love. But we're going to talk about why the greatest gift is love. But we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 12 first. And we're going to see what God says in 1 Corinthians 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. However, led, therefore I make known to you that to you that no one speaks by the Spirit of God, 
called Jesus accuser. And no one can call Jesus Lord except the Holy Spirit reveals that to him. You hear that saying? That no one can call Jesus Christ Lord or accuse him of anything unless it comes by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to teach and guide us, to help us to have victory in this life. He's here to edify the church, the, the body, the people, to get us to know that God is a God of love, God is a God of care, God is a care concerns. And like I said, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. I'm so excited to talk about this because I want you to understand that the greatest gift is love. Now, if we walk in love, we can defeat our enemies. I believe no one never turns down true love. And if you have an opportunity to tell someone that you love them, let them know that you love them. And I want to say right now to all the people that listen to this podcast, listen to this episode, if you have an opportunity to send a text to your mother or father, tell them that you love them. You see, I don't have that, I don't have that option. My mother and father are both deceased, so... I would tell you, you have an opportunity to tell someone that's dear to you. And if they, and if they are strained from you, pick up that phone and text and say, I love you, and I'm thinking about you. See, because you can turn that circumstances around. You can give the victory out of that, and God can get the victory out of that. Don't delay. Do it now. I'm telling you, anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, if you got, you, you got something against someone, let them know you love them. Tell them you, you know, you forgive them. If you can, if you can't, just say it in prayer. God, I forgive so-and-so, so-and-so for what they did. Because I want to walk in love. I want to fulfill the law. The Bible says when you walk in love, you fulfill the law. In Romans, it says that when you walk in love, you don't know me anything. Love is the fulfillment of the law. And so when we walk in love, it unlocks the pathway to God. And unlock the pathway to the things that we're seeking from God. So I want to encourage you tonight that if you have the ability to walk in love, walk in love and see what God does for you. See, won't God do it for you? See, won't he do it? Put him to the, put him to the test. And I'm going to share this with you because I'm going to talk about this challenge that I'm on. Read Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 34. Seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And what it really means, just putting God first. It says, when you put God first, those things that you worry about, the things that you're concerned about, God is able to take care of those things. He's able to do that. I know it's hard. I know when you're down and out and you're discouraged, you just think that God has forgotten about you. And if you think God's forgotten about you, I want you to know that you're not alone. Because I want to encourage you that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And God is listening to you. He's willing and able to step into your world and turn your circumstances around. So don't be discouraged. Don't, uh, you don't have to run. I just want you to understand. Trust God. Trust him at his word to be who he is. And whatever you do, don't ever give up on God. You know, uh, I had the opportunity to know what it is to walk in love. I've been wrong. I know you've been wrong. But when we walk in love, that 
just releases the enemy off your life. That releases the enemy off your life. Because now you're not bound by negative thoughts running into your heart and mind. You don't, you don't have those negative thoughts when you walk in love. Because love won't let you stay there. Let's get back to these gifts that Paul talks about. You know, Paul was once called Saul. You know, I wasn't planning to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. I'm just going to give a brief highlight of him. You know, in the book of Acts, it says that when Stephen was being stoned, it says that Saul was right there, chin and chin. He could have threw a couple of stones himself. But he was there. He saw Stephen's face when he looked to the heavens and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. But what Saul didn't know, or what even the people, the Pharisees didn't know, that this same Saul who was zealous for the Pharisees, he would have the same zealous for Jesus Christ. And you know what happened to him? He heard a word from Christ himself saying, why are you doing this to me? And it says that when he heard that voice, he just said, what will you have me to do? He was ready. Then what happens is because he was hungry for God, he got a name change. His name is Paul. Now, he's wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. God had given him so much revelation about who he was. He was able to tell mankind who God was. He has anointing that only God could have placed in his spirit. He saw the word as clear as day. And he operated the gifts of spirits, because you can tell just by his writings. And let's look at the gifts of the spirits. Let's go to uh, verse 4. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are difference of ministries, but the same Lord. And there is a diversity of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all, but the manifestations of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gift of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individual as he will. So what we, what we just found out, that these gifts that the church has, that's given, it's given by the Holy Spirit to whom he won't. And this is, uh, I just just thought about this. And I, and I, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're talking, God will be speaking to you at the same time. 
you know, it says that the Holy Spirit, that he gives these gifts to whom he wants. And this is what I want to allude to. Now, in Mark chapter 3, when Jesus called his disciples, the Bible says he called whom he wanted. See the revelation that you see the, that the Holy Spirit gives out these gifts to whom he will. In other words, that means that understand this. With the Holy Spirit, with God, Christ want to do. They don't need someone to tell them, oh, I'm going to give John the gift of healing. What do you think? It's his decision. It's his choice. And these gifts, you know, these gifts are supposed to edify the body of Christ. It's supposed to help people realize who Christ is. It's supposed to help the people. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. If you don't know the Holy Spirit, I just want to tell you, he's a perfect gentleman. He's never going to push himself on you. He's never going to attack you. He's going to let you do what you need to do, what you want to do until you decide that you want to surrender your will to him. So if you have an opportunity, I would like you know to you to just uh, just start going through the Bible and highlight some scriptures about the Holy Spirit, find out who the Holy Spirit. But also, I forgot to tell you that I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. I got so excited, but now y'all know that Danny Hampton is reading from the King James Version of New King James Version of the Bible, so that you know where my word coming out. If there's something that sounds different to you, that just means you might be reading the NIV, you might be reading the ESV, you might be reading the Amplified Bible. But guess what? We're going to get there because the word is the word. The word doesn't change. And so we see that the Holy Spirit distributes these gifts to whom he wants. Just like Christ, when he decided whom his disciple was, it was his choice, in other words, who he chose to be. And I want to let you know about, you know, these gifts. They serve a purpose in the kingdom of God. And let's get uh, back into 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to start out in verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. I'm so excited just to talk about Jesus to you. I want you to know whatever's on your heart and mind. God has it on his mind. God wants to give you a, the peace and the answer that you're looking for. And I know sometimes it seems like that you're waiting on a long time for God to answer you. Sometimes you might think that God is forsaken. Remember like this, God said he would never leave you to forsake you in your hour of time of need. He would be there for you. And, you know, sometimes you just think about God's word. I can't wait to talk about the Psalms, like Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He should make me lie down by the green pasture. He should restore my soul. He should leave me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, thou should be with me. You hear that? That thou should be with me. I want you to understand that God is with you right now. If you're in a house by yourself and you feel lonely and you feel depressed, you're not alone. You're surrounded with God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's look at verse 12. For as the body is one and has many members, but all members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by the Spirit we were all baptized into one body whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, and have all been made to drink 
into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. And when you, when you, when you hear that and read that, when you think about a body, a body has so many different parts, but it's, it's one body, I'm talking about, but with many, many members. And so the body of Christ is one body with many members. And every thing fits jointly. And we are meant to work together. And let's look at it. Let's look at uh, verse 15. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I'm not of the body. If therefore not of the body, if the whole body were an eye, where would the, be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body, just as he pleased. See, this is what I, something I want you to understand. Everything that happens, happens because it's God. He pleases what he wants to do, in other words. And the reason why the greatest gift is love. I'm just going to give you a little tad bit teaser. When you go to the scriptures and you look at John 3.16, what does it say? It says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If you can understand that, God so loved the world. It's God who loves God loved us so much that this is what he did. He allowed his son to go through persecution. He allowed his son to be without him. He allowed his son to be alone. You're not alone. Whatever it's on your heart and mind, it's on God's heart and mind. He allowed his son to experience what it was to be separated from him. That's what he did because he loved us and he cared about us. And he wanted us to be a part of his family. So tonight, you know, when you pray, you can say, Abba, Father. You can call him Dad. So if you don't have a dad here, you can call him Dad. You can call him what you need him to be. Because he's a good God. He's a faithful God. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's right there in the midst of the storm. You know, when Jesus was on that boat and that wave was tossing, the disciples said, don't you care that we die? He said, oh, you little faith. They didn't realize that they had God with them. And I'm going to show you how special this thing is about Christ going to the cross. I want you to see this. God allowed men to judge him. God allowed men to spit on him. God allowed men to pull his beard out. God allowed men to strike him. How could a loving God create a world and let his creations beat on him? This is the love that God has. If you ever want to know what true surrendering is, just think about God being the creator of the heavens and the earth. And he surrendered himself, allowed himself to be beaten by his own creations because he loved the world. What a God that we serve. I hope that that just makes your heart melt.
when you think about it, God allowed men to put their hands on God. And I just think, what well, if I'd have been God? No, you ain't putting your hands on me. I'm God. Uh-uh. But no, that wasn't God. This is how you know God had given us free will. That he's given us the ability to decide on what, what he will do. That's pretty awesome, people. I want you to understand that whatever is on your heart and mind is on your heart and mind. I want you to see the mercy, the compassion, the love that God had for you because he allowed himself to be violated by men. That's heavy. Now, let's go a little bit further. But now indeed there are many members, yet one body, that I cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary, and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable on these we bestow great honor and on our unpresentable parts have great modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to the parts which lacks it, that there should be no chism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffer, all members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all members rejoice with it. One thing about being part of this body that God has created, that we celebrate together, we mourn together. There is no greater person a part of this body because we all are part of the body. This is the God that we serve. This is the God that loves us and cares about us. This is the God who fights for us, who upholds us in the midst of darkness and pain. What a mighty God that we serve. What a mighty God that we serve. Let's go on. In verse Corinthians 12, verse number 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. God has appointed these to the church. First the apostle, second the prophet, third teachers. After that miracles, the gifts of healings, helps, administrations, variations of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, all are working of miracles, do all these gifts of healing, do they all speak with tongues? Do they all interpret? But earnestly desire the best gift. And yet, I show you a more excellent way. Now, Paul, <laughs> Paul is, you know, Paul, Paul, Paul is, Paul is special. Uh, he sees, and he knows the Heavenly Father, and he knows what the Father is going to do what the Father wants. He's just sharing with his people. And what makes this so special is because he breaks it down so that we know. And 
and this is a teaching moment because Christ taught Paul. You know, you know, when he was Saul, Saul, he was going the wrong direction. When he became Paul, he was on the right direction. And so this man who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament is someone, first of all, who know what it was to have great failure. And I think the reason why he know the greatest gift of love is because when he looks at his life, he think about all the things that he had did wrong to the church. You know, the Bible says this about Paul, and, it's, and, and, and it makes it it's highlighted so that you'll know that when they were breathing out threats, it said that he attacked women and children. And that was unheard of in his day, that this man would go after women, you know, and would and go after children. Anybody that opposed what his belief was. And so he knew that he had been forgiven much because he had done much. And the Bible says that he says that he was the worst of them all, the worst of sinners. And I just think that that was because he realized that how much God has spared him. See, like this, you know, when a woman pours the oil on Jesus, Jesus asked Simon, the, you know, the Pharisee, he said, hey, who you think forgives much? The person who's forgiven a little or the person who's been forgiven for much. He said the person who's been forgiven for much. Now, when they talk about this woman, it doesn't mention her name. But in the Greek, when it, in the Greek interpretation it was that she was a prostitute. And Jesus said that when he entered the house, they didn't give him no water, they didn't wash his feet, they didn't do anything. But it was a custom for someone to when you have a guest to come into your home in those days to wash his feet. But they didn't do that for the Lord. But she did it with her tears in her head. She, she never stopped. And she made a great sacrifice. She gave up a year's worth of salary just to be at the feet of Jesus. So I want you to know when you walk in love, you fulfill the law based upon Romans. So I don't know what you're going through, uh, but I'm in agreement with you. I'm praying with you. I'm asking God to, to bless you and turn these circumstances around. I'm asking God to help you. I'm asking God to be with you in the midst of your struggles and your turmoil. I'm asking God to, to bless you. And so now we're going to move into the greatest gift because Paul reserved this gift last because it's the greatest. And we're going to talk about walking in love because when we walk in love, uh, I truly believe in my heart, no one turns down love. Who wants to turn down love? I know I won't. Hopefully you won't either. And like I said, if someone means something to you, whether they receive it or not, text them and tell them I love you. They don't have to give you the response that you want, but at least you told them that you love them. And that, that does good for your heart. Now let's look at uh, 1 Corinthians 13. And it says this, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sound brass or a clinking cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecies 
and understand all mysteries and of all knowledge. And though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Right there, right there. That should be enough for anyone to shout. See, uh, I would think if I had the gift to remove mountains, I would think I was special. I think that I, you know, I was doing something. If I had the gift of healing, I would think I was special. But Paul said, you can do all of that. But if you don't have love, it doesn't have no value. It doesn't have no meaning. Because everything that we should do, we should do it out of love. And when you walk in love, you fulfill the law. And so you have to have love. I'm talking about love is a necessity. You know, there's no option without love as a believer. So anyone that's listened to this show who feel that, you know, that they don't have love or they holding things against someone, release it. Release it right now so that you can have victory in your life. Because without love, you're nothing. This is what the Apostle Paul is writing. He's saying that we need to operate in love. He said, I'm nothing. Then he goes on to say this. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Let's read that again. This is verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, but not have not love, it profits me nothing. He's saying that. Because God is love. Don't you understand? God gave his only begotten son. Like I said, God allowed man to put their hands on him. What kind of God we serve? Just thank you, God. I'll walk up to you and say, I spit in you. I slap your face. I pull your beard out. But I don't complain. I let you make me carry a cross. I let you pound holes in my hand, holes in my feet. I allow you to pierce my side. The awesome thing about that was if he would have asked the father, he wouldn't have to do that. But what the father did, the father allowed his son to suffer for all mankind so we can have eternal life. This is what we have because of that. We have eternal life. To be absent from the body is to be present with God. I hope that you understand what that really means. That God allowed men to punish him. A holy God, the creator of the universe, the creator of the world, he allowed his creations to mistreat him. This is why we need to understand how much God loves us because he allowed his creations to bring judgment upon them. And you know, when I think about that truly in my heart, you know, it says in Genesis, it says that, you know, when God, you know, he told Noah that he, you know, he, was, he, would, he repented because, you know, he made man because man had was a disappointment to the eyes of God. But it said that Noah found favor with God. All God needed is one person to hearken to his voice 
And maybe you might be that person who listened to this podcast. If you hearken to the voice of God, you never know what God will do with you. God can change your circumstances. He can give you the desires of your heart. But let's learn how to walk in love like he did. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. Now let's look back at this 1 Corinthians 13 about this, this, this God that we serve. And we're going to go to verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. It does not behave rudely. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked. Thinking no evil. It does not rejoice in iniquities, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endure all things. Right there, that's, that's meat and potatoes right there. That's what you call a meal. In what love does, I can know that you are. But I ain't going to let you know I know. I'm going to believe in love that whatever's going on in your life, that God is working some things out in your life. Because God is in love. Love doesn't look at you and judge you. Love just loves you for where you're at. It says, you know, in the Bible, while we was yet sinners, God, you know, loved us. You know, he, he, you know, he wasn't worried about what we were doing. He knew that once we come into the realization of who he was, that we would be repentful and remorseful, and that we would serve him and honor him with our lives. So this love that God gift, the greatest gift is love, because all these gifts work out of love. They don't work out of nothing but love. So I'm just telling you, if you can, walk in love today. And if, like I said, if you have a family member that you're, you're strained with, write them and tell them that you love them. And I just want to share that with you. Love never fails. But where there is prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For our tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For our tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesize in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is perfect will be done away. Reading this, this chapter, this chapter puts some things on your heart and mind about this God that we serve and about operating in this great gift called love. See, uh, you don't have to lay hands on someone to win them over. You win them over by love. You win them over by love. You win them over by love. So I want you to know the greatest gift in the Bible is love. And I want us, you know, as being a part of You're Not Alone podcast, whatever's on your heart and mind, it's on God's heart and mind. That if we walk in love, we will see victory in our circumstances, victories in our relationships, victory in all areas, aspects of our life. Because love doesn't think wrong. Love is always willing to forgive. 
So I just want to just encourage you today to walk in love. Then Paul goes on to say, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now, we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face, now I know in part. Then I shall know, just as I also am known. And now abide in faith and hope and love, these three, but the greatest is love. So, family, I just want to tell you, let's all walk in love today. Let's uh, think about people. You know, if you, you know, if you see that person standing on the street and he's asking you or she's asking you and you see the ability to help. James said, be a doer of the word. Be a blessing. Look for it not in return. Because God says, press down, shake together. What he'll do for you. If you have an opportunity to share the gospel with someone, don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Speak it. Let your words be manifest in the earth. I also want to encourage you that I, I'm very concerned and I want you to send me your prayer request so I can pray for you. Like I said, I remember my brother, Maurice, who's helped me with this podcast. I actually pray for him and pray for his church and pray for him. He, was, he didn't ask me to do this. I'm doing it because the Holy Spirit is telling me because I love this brother. He's walking in love. He has the greatest gift. He's operating in it right now. I pray for him. I pray for his family. I pray for his church, his congregation. I pray for whatever they stand in need of. In Jesus' name, I pray for my brother. I love him. And I want him to know it. I want the world to know it. And so I just want to tell you that. But I also want to just close in prayer for you. Oh, precious Father, I thank you for this time that I had with this podcast about the greatest gift is love. I pray, Father, that everyone listen to this show, Father, that they walk in love towards one another, that they lift each one up and wherever they need to be forgiveness at, that forgiveness flow. Let the gift of love penetrate everyone's heart. Oh, precious Father, I thank you, Father, for this time. I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, for speaking into my heart today about the greatest gift is love. And we need to share love and share it abroad. We need to let the people know that we're there for them. I thank you for listening to You're Not Alone podcast show. Once again, I'm Danny. I'm your host. I can't wait again to talk to you and let you know what God has placed on my heart and mind to speak to you about. But one thing I want to leave you with is that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind and that I love you. Thanks again for listening to the show. You are not alone. Your host Danny saying good night. I love you.